It's the High School Football Show with John Quintero. Brought to you by Lolita's, San Diego's best Mexican food since 1984. Now huddle up. Here's the coach, John Quintero, on 97.3 The Fan. And welcome back to the High School Football Show, brought to you by Lolita's Mexican Restaurants. Uh, thanks so much for uh, tuning in tonight. Again, you can check out our website at 97.3thefansd.com, or you can follow me on Twitter at CoachCantera44. Uh, very excited about having this gentleman uh, come on. Uh, he's had a marvelous coaching career, done a great job everywhere he's been, and that's uh, the head football coach at Monta Vista High School, taking his team into the playoffs again uh, this year with a 9-1 record. They'll have a bye tomorrow night, and they will play the uh, winner of the Rancho Buena Vista Santa Fe Christian game a week from tomorrow night, and that is one Ron Hamamoto joins me on 97.3 The Fan. Ron, uh, great to have you. How you doing? Good, Coach. Good to be on here. Well, let's talk a little bit about your ball club. You guys won a Division Four title last year, and uh, this year, other than that one little hiccup against Christian, you guys are sitting at 9-1 and one right now. Uh, how'd you do it? Well, you know, last year we played a lot of young kids. Uh, we uh, ended up playing only, I think, three, four, five seniors. And everybody else was sophomores and juniors playing for us, and we ended up winning the whole thing. And they're all back this year. So my young kids have grown up, and they're seniors now. And uh sure makes a big difference when you have experience, you know, playing there. And kids have been through the, the battles already, and, and they're playing uh, against other high school kids. You know, it just – Makes me look like a good coach. <laughs> well, you are an outstanding coach. And, you know, for the fans out there, uh, to, to look at Ron's uh, resume here, 11 years at University of San Diego High, won a section title in 94, spent 11 more years at Rancho Bernardo, spent one year as a defensive coordinator at Mesa College, then four years down at Lincoln High, and now uh, seventh year now, right, at Monta Vista? Yeah, it's hard to believe it's seven years have gone by this quick. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, what? what's the blueprint, Ron? I mean, obviously, when you got that University of San Diego uh, job, and for fans that may not be aware, University of San Diego High is now what they call a cathedral Catholic, and it continues to be a, a power here in San Diego. When you got your first head coaching job, the blueprint that you used at university, is that the same blueprint that you uh, took when you moved to these other stops as a head coach that you'd had success with before? You know, yeah, it is. You know, every blueprint, I think, is is adjusted as you get older. You know, um, certain things, you know, you go to clinics, you talk to college and pro coaches, you try to copy some of the things that are successful. And, yeah, I, I think basically it is. You know, I still get up early and try to beat all the kids to school and uh-huh. open the weight room and let them lift and, you know, throughout the season. And, and still, you know, we try to run a practice and, and, you know, get our plays down and get our repetitions in, whether it's a defensive scheme or an offensive play or a special team coverage. You know, I think those kind of things are similar. But uh, I think as you get older, you know, through the years, I think certain little details change, you know, as far as maybe the way you practice or, you know, how you practice or even some of the schemes you use. Ron Hamamoto, the head football coach, Monta Vista, our guest here on 97.3 The Fan. With the bye week uh, this week, how did you guys uh, go about your business? Did you give the kids a little bit of time off? Yeah, typically, you know, our bye week, we give them Mondays and Fridays off. Uh, Monday so they can heal up, and then we go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But we didn't do a lot of contact. You know, we kind of copy what Rocky Long does on a, on a bye week and work on a lot of fundamentals 
you know, go back to the basics and do a lot of things maybe that during a regular typical week when we're trying to scheme against a certain opponent, you know, that we don't really work on some of the fundamentals that maybe some of the kids need. And, you know, this is a great week for us to go back, look at film, and say, you know, this is where we're kind of weak at. We need to work on, you know, certain things here in certain positions. And, and you know, it's it's really a time to heal up, you know. And we're taking uh, Friday off, obviously, because we're going to go scout uh, the Rancho Buena Vista Santa Fe Christian game. You know, we're going to get in our cars and head up to the I-5 there to Carlsbad High to go scout them. But, but uh, yeah, we, we try to give them Monday and Friday off and work hard Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. How about as far as uh, just practice this year? You know, I've had so many coaches on during the season, and, you know, the kind of the questions I've asked them is, you know, you guys started so early. I, I can't even believe that we're done with the regular season and we haven't gone to daylight savings time yet. That'll hap- <laughs> happen this weekend. I mean, it's amazing to me uh, that and uh, also uh, the way the, the playoff format uh, that uh, was changed. I know you guys were in Division Four last year and Division Three this year, but, you know, with the open division going from eight down to four and that moves some other teams you know down to one two three and so on but how about as far as just the early start time what was your thoughts on that you know i didn't like it i was like the other coaches you know i was thinking we're only going to have you know 10 practices basically you know in nine days to before our first scrimmage and then we're going to have to play our first game you know a week after that, um, I was really worried about my younger guys, you know, my freshmen and my JV guys, you know, that, uh, you know, are just coming into the game. Some of them are new to the to the sport and just trying to teach them to block and tackle, let alone, you know, putting in plays. But somehow it, it all worked out, you know, and uh, I don't know. I don't know how, you know, it worked out, but it did. And, you know, our numbers are up, you know. Um, I just got back from our freshman banquet tonight, you know, and, and they had a, a wonderful season. They were 6-1-1, one, and one, and our JVs uh, ended up winning the league, you know, just like the varsity. And so we, you know, we had uh, three pretty good years at, at, at our levels at Monta Vista. I'm very fortunate with the kids and coaches that we have there. We're visiting with Ron Hamamoto, the head football coach of Monta Vista High School in his seventh year, doing a marvelous job, another league title this year. Uh, Going to sit on the sidelines tomorrow night, do a little scouting with a 9-1 and record. Uh, let's talk about uh, anybody but Jamon McClendon right now because he, he's the, the guy that gets all the, the headlines. But talk about some of the other kids that maybe people haven't heard of that have been a big part of your program maybe the last couple of years. Well, first is the Schmidt brothers. You know, we're very fortunate to have those two kids. Uh, you know, uh, Blake Schmidt is, is committed to Montana State. And, you know, everybody asks me, well, why did he turn down the Ivy League schools? You know, he scored 1280 on his SATs, and he's got like a 3.8 GPA. And, you know, he's 6'3", 260 pounds, and a three-year starter for us, and all the all-state wrestler, you know, and, and just a, a great athlete, you know. And, um, you know, he is, he's a kid that's, you know, taken on the leadership role. And his younger brother that's only a junior is Logan Schmidt, you know, our linebacker. And those two kids have, have really, you know, come on from last year when they were a junior and, and sophomore and leading our team this year. Um, you know, and obviously our offensive line, you know, we, we've had some kids like, you know, Jerry Ariano and Christian De La Cruz and, and with Blake there and, and some young kids that have come up. I mean, they, you know, it's, it's 
pretty obvious, you know, that McClendon gets all the attention, and he should. He's one of the best running backs that, that you know, is in the county and that I've ever coached. And, you know, like I said, he makes me look like a good coach. But, you know, um, you know, he knows that he can't do it alone. We've had some pretty good offensive line play. We've had some, you know, because everybody loads a box on us. You know, we're seeing nine and ten-man fronts, and we're still gaining, you know, quite a few yards on people. And, and you know, that's, you know, a credit to our offensive line and, you know, and and also to Javon, too. But, I mean, you know, we uh, – we have a complete package, I feel, you know, going into the playoffs, and we're healthy. So, you know, who knows how long we'll go in the playoffs, but uh, I think we're going to be a load for somebody to handle. Jermon uh, yeah, McClendon, i got to tell you, Ron, two years ago, I'm sitting at home, and I'm watching this guy on the PPR, you know, Paul Rudy's show, and he's running up and down the field, and I'm going, man, who is this guy? It was early in, in his sophomore year, and I'm going, who is this guy? And I kept watching, and I started asking questions, and of course, last year, uh, he had that uh, big game in the championship game where he uh, ran for 383 yards and, and eight touchdowns. Touchdowns and of course, you know, the start he got off this year. And I'm going, man, this guy's unbelievable. He looks like Jim Brown back in the days uh, where he's bigger and stronger than the guys who were trying to tackle him <laughs> in the NFL. And, uh, you know, could you talk a little bit about him as a kid and also talk about his skill set as a player? Well, first of all, he's a great kid. I mean, you know, if you took him aside and just talked to him one on one, you would you would find out that, you know, this is just a super kid, you know, <laughs> just a great, you know, kid that you'd want to talk to, you know, a nice kid that, you know, now once he gets on the football field, he turns on, he turns it to a different level. But, you know, one of the things that he is so good at is his athletic ability. You know, we were, you know, we, you know, being a division four team last year and a division three team this year, we only shoot out, you know, 20-something players or a little over 30, you know, this year our numbers are a little better. So, you know, when people go down, we had to play him an outside backer against West Hills last week, and you should see him cover some ground. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what, you know, that I know a lot of colleges, you know, wanted him as a defensive player, you know, instead of a running back. And you could tell, I mean, you know, when when they, you know, when West Hills first ran the, the rocket sweep, you know, and, and Jamon was out there at outside backer, and he came downhill. We all, all our coaches on our side, looked at each other like, "Jesus, where has that been all season?" <laughs> you know, I mean, he is just athletic. I mean, he can, you know, you talk about a running back. You know, you talk about a linebacker, free safety. You know, he could play any of those in college and be outstanding at them. You know, so. You know, I felt bad because, you know, he decommitted to San Diego State. I'm a big Rocky Long and San Diego State fan. And, you know, but I can't blame the kid. You know, UCLA and Chip Kelly came around and, you know, and and he liked it. So, you know, I feel bad, but, you know, I feel, you know, good for the kid. Ron Hamamoto, our guest uh, from Monta Vista High School here on 97.3 The Fan. Ron, talk a little bit about when you took over this uh, Monta Vista job. You'd left Lincoln, and I know you were looking to get another opportunity. And uh, uh, Could you talk a little bit about what it was like when you went into Monta Vista? Because that wasn't exactly a hotbed for football when you showed up on campus. Well, you know, things... Things always go in a cycle, you know, as far as high school ball. I mean, you get good kids, and then there's some years, you know, you just don't get very talented kids, you know. Uh, 
we were i believe it was 2015 i think we were two and nine and and uh you know we i think we only had like eight seniors in our program at that time and and we were struggling you know we were struggling and i don't think we had a jv team that year either our numbers were down and but i think you know what i try to tell the young coach is just keep plugging away you know just keep grinding it out every day and getting there and being there for the kids and opening the weight room letting them lift and letting them work out and you know and eventually your cycle is going to be up our cycle at monta vista is really good right now you know um you know not only do we have a very good varsity team but our lower levels are are good and our numbers are up or some programs are canceling jv and freshman games and their numbers are down so you know uh I don't know. I just feel very fortunate that our cycle is up right now at Monta Vista. What do you do in your community to to get those numbers up? Because you just can't sit back behind your desk and wait for kids to show up to play football. Do you go down to the the, the junior high and and talk to those eighth graders? How do you go about it? Yeah, and you know, I have a lot of assistant coaches. You know that work with um, Los Toros. You know, Pop Warner and and different youth groups and you know in our lower programs and. You know, we do a good job as far as, you know, our school, as far as our open house and our freshman barbecues where they come and they sign up. And, and but, you know, I think more than anything, you know, it's just being visible, you know, just being there every day, you know. And, and I'm not just talking about me. I'm talking about our whole coaching staff, you know. And, and you know, like I said, I went to the freshman banquet tonight, you know, and, and you could just tell that, you know, it's a close group. You know, the, there's a lot of parent involvement. The coaches really care about the kids. And, and you know, I think when you, you know, you have a program like that, you know, I think kids want to come out. And, you know, I, you know, again, I don't know if there's any magic pill or anything that, you know, you can do that, you know, gets your numbers up and, and gets kids, you know, to play for you. But, you know, because let's let's face it, our sport is you know in trouble as far as numbers goes. You know, all across the country, and and again, for me to be at school where the numbers are up, I mean, I, I just feel very very fortunate right now. You know, I've I've talked to a lot of the coaches, and you know, when I when I see like Castle Park forfeits a game, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, uh, Lincoln, a uh, place that you you know was spent uh, four years there, a legendary program in this community, they uh, forfeit a game uh, for me. Just being, you know, a broadcaster, but a, a fan and a guy that loves sports and loves high school football, that was troubling to me a couple of weeks ago. I, I, I felt bad. Yeah, I did too. You know, I did too. You know, when you look at the number of forfeits that happened this year, you know, it's just, and again, it's the numbers. And I don't, I really don't blame the moms and everybody that don't want their kids to play because of the concussion issues and everything that's come out medically. You know, I really don't blame anybody, but, you know, the the kids that do come out they, they and get something out of this and, you know, whether it's camaraderie, whether it's friends, whether it's, you know, just learning to, to stick something out and play tough, you know, through through adversity. I mean, you know, it's I think the sport teaches a lot of great life lessons, you know. Um, but, again, you know, it's, you know, the enrollment in the participation numbers in football all across the country are down. And that worries me as a, as an older coach, you know, because, you know, some of the younger coaches going into this profession are thinking, you know, maybe probably not thinking the way I was when I was their age, because, you know, this was, 
this was a great sport to be in. I thought I was the luckiest guy in the world to be <laughs> coaching and teaching, you know, at a high school and, and just, you know, I th- you know, I couldn't believe I got paid for doing this. Hey, before I let you get out of here, I got to ask you. I mean, you've been at it a long time. I believe uh, thirty-three years and won well over two hundred ball games, won a, a couple of section titles. I've been close a couple of other times. But was there a coach uh, when Ron Hamamoto was coming up as a youngster that really made an impact on on maybe how you coach? You know, there was quite a few. There wasn't just one. There was there was quite a few. You know, my dad was. You know, my youth coach, you know, when I played youth basketball and youth baseball and all that. And, you know, my high school coach, Vern Gephardt, was just, you know, he was like a second father to me. I was so close to him. And, and you know, throughout the years, you know, when I was at Servite High School and I worked for Leo Hand, uh-huh. you know, as his offensive coordinator, I mean, you know, he was a big-time mentor to me. And, you know, they're, they're, the names go on and on, you know, as far as, you know, what this sport has given to me. You know, and I just can't say enough, you know, and not only them, but I mean, all the San Diego high school coaches that I've been able to go against, you know, you know, way back when you were coaching, you know, <laughs> at Torrey Pines, right. you know, uh, you know, there was, there's just some names that, you know, that, you know, everybody that I've coached against, you know, I've learned something from, you know, whether, you know, it was Ed Burke running the wing tee or mm-hmm. Herb Meyer running the defense that he ran or, or, you know, whoever, you know, or Benny Eden's the way he played that free safety back there at 28 yards or whatever. I mean, <laughs> at least there's a lot of things. <laughs> but there's a lot of things, you know, that I, you know, looked at and said, you know, I got to study this because this is something that, you know, they're doing something that I don't know about that, you know, that maybe it can help our program. And, you know, and, and you know, I hope the younger coaches are doing that too and, and understand just, how enjoyable this 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 coaching business can be if they really get into it. Well, Ron, thanks so much for the time. Hope to see you at some point during the playoffs. Good luck scouting tomorrow night. Good luck uh, next week in your uh, first round game. Uh, and again, uh, we'll uh, look forward to seeing you hopefully uh, in the finals. Okay, thanks coach. Appreciate it. You're